Hello, everyone, and welcome to Artifacts. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Today, we have another guest, my cousin, Bailey Manahan. Yay! Woo! Crowd cheers. Thank you so much for joining me, Bailey. Of course. Thanks for having me. We call her Bilo in my family. I don't know where don't, that... Don't, don't where that, that No, I have to. <laughs> I don't know where that nickname originated from. I think it was my dad just calling you Bilo. It's cool. It's hip. It's been around since I was like nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start from... How did you get into the arts? I've, I've always been interested in art since I was a kid. Like... If you had asked me when I was eight years old what my favorite subject was, then it would it would have been art. Through middle school, I didn't really do much. Um, and then when I got into high school, I actually didn't take an art class until senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's when I really started like getting into it again. And then after I graduated, I knew I wanted to do something in that field. I just didn't know what. So I did, you know, some college research and... I found an art school in Florida. Full Sail University. Yes. (laughs) And that was an interesting experience because Full Sail wasn't your typical college. It was, it, it had all of these different buildings and it actually had full film sets that you could like break down and customize. Um, it had recording studios you could take anything from graphic design and entertainment business to recording arts um, or computer animation, which was my degree, or like game art, game development, like anything artsy and the digital media spectrum that you can think of. So you just found it by doing research? Basically, yeah. And you wanted to get out of Toledo? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we love Toledo, but yeah, no, for sure. Um, why computer animation? Um, honestly... This is going to sound really bad, but I chose it on a whim. On a whim, really? Hey. Yeah, but it turned out to be a really great experience. Um, There were definitely some highs and lows. I still remember staying up, like, pulling all-nighters to get a project done the next morning. Staying up for 48 hours. (laughs) Yay. That's college. Hey, (laughs) late nights, no Um, sleep. But, yeah, and then some of my teachers were former uh, Disney studio employees that worked on uh, animated feature films. That's awesome. So what kind of classes, or what were some of your favorite classes that you had with computer animation? Or not even computer animation, but other Um, classes. If you can remember. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember taking a 2D animation class, and that was a lot of fun. I learned about how to draft simple um, animations, and then we could um, import them into the computer and then watch them. And then... I love that. (laughs) Yeah. And then I remember we had this... uh, During the last five months of our program, we um, had to create our demo reel. And then my focus was shading and lighting, so I would create models within um, Autodesk Maya, which is a 3D modeling software. And then I would put in lights and then give everything textures. Sometimes I would ask a friend to model a room for me so that I could like put in lights and do the shading and stuff. So yeah. It's very intricate. Yes. There's a lot that goes into that. Oh yes. I remember working on one single scene for at least 12 hours. Oh my goodness. Do you have a favorite like animated short or film oh well my favorite 
animated movie, first of all, is How to Train Your Dragon. Yes. Like, that entire trilogy blew me away. Not even just the visuals and the just the scenes, but also, like, the music and all the emotions that it evoked. Some, some people are going to say this is not art, but I... <laughs> I watch a lot of anime, and then sometimes when there's, like, a big climax of a scene or, like, when there's, like, a huge boss battle going on, the artists and the animators will actually, to invoke the severity of the moment or, like, to really throw you in, they will reduce the scene to either, like, just sketches or just colors moving really fast Mm -hmm. um, to show you, like, how fast... Things are progressing. So I always thought that was really cool to That is really cool to think about it from that perspective. You go to college, computer animation. What happens after college? After college, I was unemployed for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I was applying to everywhere I could think of. And then I finally got a call back for a studio out in San Diego. I don't remember this. <laughs> what? Because it's that's really funny. Because I'm like, okay, no, she went to the art museum. Then you're in Colorado. Oh, that's like later. That's, that's later. That's later. I forgot about this, Bailey. <laughs> Wait, okay, explain this to me. Yeah, it was Legend 3D in Carlsbad, California, and I lived there for six months, working on uh, Man of Steel from 2013, and it was post production. So I would work create um, converting 2D images into 3D. So you would wear glasses in the theater to watch it. And how was that process? Oh, my God. It was... It was a lot. <laughs> um, I remember working, like, 50 to 70 hours a week. Were you signed, like, one couple scenes, like, the whole film? Okay, so we worked on teams. Okay. And then we would all get... We would get assigned to certain scenes that were, like, 30 seconds long, if that... Maybe not even 30 seconds long, but then we'd have to convert those images. Well, I say images, but they're clips. And then we would have to get the approval of our coordinator, production coordinator. So I was doing that for a while, and I had to wear 3D glasses for 12 hours a day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> like you six come days out, a week. you're like, oh, okay, this is the real world now. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely an adjustment, and before I even got the job, I had to go through this uh, three-day training process. Did you have to, to even like be considered for the job? Did you have to like show a real what you've done or how did you have to apply? Especially for So so I applied and then they called me back to um, fly out to California to take a test. Now, some people can't see in 3D. So, yeah, you I have no idea. Yeah. So, some people can't process the images, so they put you through a simple test to make sure that you can actually see and then they um, they put you in a room with some other people. Or I'm not saying that this is how all companies do it. Yeah. This was just my personal experience. And then we sat at a computer and they gave us an image. And they're like, they so the first day they taught us how to use their software. And then the next day they brought us back in again. And then they gave us a scene. And then they had us cut it up or however they had us do it. And then turn it into 3D. And then if you met their standards, then you were hired. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was not that much longer afterwards, but I got the call back. 
and nice. I moved to California. Okay, so how was it then working right out of college in like a production setting? It was really interesting. Different actually. pace. Yes, I guess it depends on the com- it depends on the company as well and their whole atmosphere and yeah. So we got eased in to the company, so we would practice on like uh, scenes from Top Gun with uh, <laughs> with, uh, with Tom Cruise, and then they were slowly giving us like actual work. Mm-hmm. And then I remember that we were working on two movies at the same time, but depending on what team or group you were in you were either working on man of steel or the smurfs i never worked on the smurfs (laughs) i think man of man of steel is a a film but even just like living in california because that was the first time i had ever been to california that's definitely a different yeah vibe but but also it was like my dream came true because i'd always wanted to go to and right after college that was that was like a really cool experience to have right after college right yeah so then okay what happens after so I, I was contracted for six months. And then after those six months were up, they let me go. I tried to get back in, like do an interview for like production assistant. Didn't get that. So then I moved to Arizona. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Arizona. And our other cousin lives in Arizona, two of them. Priscilla and Rachel lived in Arizona. So you stayed there. So I, I moved to Phoenix in with Priscilla. And then I worked for... A mortgage company for like one and a half years and I was like this is soul crushing let me get out of this <laughs> so then I I quit that job without finding another one <laughs> lo and behold two weeks later I, I moved to the Grand Canyon to work there and this is where my love of photography comes in okay so photography is is your your thing when I associate yes. Bailey I associate <laughs> photography what was it about the scenery the nature okay so not just that but one of my co-workers she was a photography student and she had with her like a three thousand dollar camera like it was it was super heavy it was like the first time I had ever held like a professional camera and I'm like wow this is so cool (laughs) It was like a massive lens. I don't even remember what size it was. But I'm like, yeah, we should do a photo shoot. So, of course, we went to do a sunset photo shoot out on the rim of the canyon. And and we took turns taking pictures of each other. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> a different perspective like, yes, for a lens. Exactly. I'm like, this is so cool. As soon as I got the photos back, I was like, wow, because... She took some photos of me where I was kind of backlit. The sun was, like, making my hair look all glowy and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, look at this lighting. Look at look at the surroundings. I, I was impressed. How can I get my hands on something like this? And so you kind of taught yourself, didn't you? Basically, yeah. I think it was, it was toward the end of my time at the Grand Canyon. This was, like, a few months later. I invested in like a starter Nikon I and it's still the camera I use today so yeah I I had like my Nikon T3200 and the kit lens and that's all I had which is fine when you're first starting out it was like it was like $300 so it's like mm -mm, it's on the cheaper end yeah so and then I remember taking just day trips with my coworkers to Flagstaff and just like taking photos all over town. It was a lot of fun. 
I remember you saying that you would watch like YouTube videos yes. and tutorials and how to that, lighting and settings yes. and I remember that. that. Wasn't, it wasn't until later that I discovered my love for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we love YouTube. A lot of stuff out there. <laughs> um, and one of the, a few of the biggest influences on my photography has been YouTubers like Peter McKinnon, Mango Street with um, Rachel and Daniel Galota. And a whole lot more I can't think of anymore off the top of my head. But there's so many tutorials and so many... I used to watch, like, photography challenges to, oh, like, see... Those? So it's where different photographers get together and then they shoot the same model, but they all have their own camera and lenses, and then they all have their own editing style, too. Is it from the same perspective? Like, the same... So... Am I standing... <laughs> we're all standing in the same spot, or is it a So different... it'll... It'll be the same model in the same area, but you can tell the model what to do. Um, what would you say is your favorite type of photography? Are you more into nature? Are you more into people? Or I think my favorite would be portraits. Portraits, that's how you say uh, it. Like, at its base, portraits. But I also really like doing um, street photography of like just people um, walking down the street. I love Candid photos i also <clears throat> like, like candid, candid street photography because you just catch people in a rare moment when mm-hmm. they don't think no one's looking you exactly. know there's something yeah. so real and authentic about it what what is your goal for viewers to see or what is what is your goal f- to portray i guess it depends i don't want to say everyday life because a lot of it's posed but i want to like capture people like in their own city and their own environment but then I'll do a photo shoot I did one with like my friend BB in Florida and I put like flowers in her hair um and then we went to a park and I wanted it to be like really naturey like goddess-esque <laughs> like nature goddess do so, you think sometimes the subject kind of speaks for itself you don't need to there's a difference between, okay, I want to post someone, I want to create this kind of vibe, mm-hmm. whereas sometimes the subject, like, I'm going to step back and let the subject kind of experience their own environment, let them tell their own story through let, them. Let them do what they want. And the camera will just capture that. Exactly. So, but also, but also, I guess, like, when people, like, when, uh, when you go to an art museum, and then you look at a painting, and then... Uh, and then you're you're thinking like what was the artist trying to convey? You like make your own assumptions before you read like the plaque to the side. Yes. I think for me I kind of want people to make their own assumptions because half the time I have no idea what I'm doing. I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> I no, I think that's that's I think that's valid. But also sometimes there's just no meaning behind the photograph. Sometimes just like, well, I just felt like it. I think that's totally, I I totally agree with that. I think that's the cool thing about art is that it's up to people's interpretation. Exactly. It it is subjective. Yes. (laughs) And I think, yeah, people have, I think, enough material from the outside to kind of bring in, and people bring in their, as as viewers, you bring in your own background and assumptions about certain things. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to look at a painting or a photograph and be like, that's what I, like, that's, that's definitely a dancer. <laughs> and you might be like, no, it's not a dancer, Marissa. That's just someone, like, with their arms up. <laughs> you know? You touched on the art museum, an art museum, mm. or in general. 
And I love this tidbit. You worked at an art museum. I did. Toledo Art Museum. Yes. Which is a great museum. If anyone's in Ohio, Toledo, you should check it out. I so. will say it is a great institute. It's free to the public. It's it not is. it's a nonprofit. Just beware you might have to pay for parking. <laughs> just yeah, just pay for parking. But um, it's but a cool they, collection. They've got an amazing collection. And they always have really cool um like seasonal galleries. Yes. Yes. Uh, they always have events going on. They always have um like films going on um, around Halloween, they do a lot of monster movies. So your experience in the art museum, how did that help with photography, or did that inspire you in any way? Or it's always cool to go in and see different sculptures or different paintings. Or there's one room in the art museum; it's built around like ancient Greek and Egyptian uh, artifacts. So it's got, like, pillars, it's got a giant mosaic in the middle, it's got skylights. It's a really cool room. It's a really cool room, and that just inspires me. Yeah, I, I remember we did a couple, we always go to the museum, because I love it, and we take photo <laughs> shoots in there, and you always find new things. It's, it's really cool to have one art institution and to, and to create art off of that. Mm -hmm. And so you started getting into people, and then you ended up doing... A couple cool things, Hera, and then you yes. did a K-pop group. I I did help out with the K-pop group, yes. So talk about those experiences. I'll start with Hera. Shout out to Nathan. We just interviewed him. He's my first episode. If you haven't seen the episode, check it out on our website or SoundCloud. <laughs> my little plug. Yeah, nice. Back to you, Vilo. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So I was. I don't know if I approached Nathan or if he approached me. I think I was me. here during this conversation. <laughs> yeah? I think we were at breakfast, and, and Nathan was like, yeah, I really just want, like, cool photos with some cool lights. And I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, you said, I'll do it. <laughs> and he's like, really? And you're like, yeah. And then I don't, and then you just met up in Cleveland. Yeah, basically, I I was still living in Toledo at the time. This was back in, like, 2017. When you were at the art museum. Yeah. So I drove out to Cleveland to um to meet with him and his bandmate uh, Neha, and this was like in the middle of February, so it was kind of kind of cold, kind of chilly. But oh my god, it was so much fun. Uh, we met up with a couple of their friends. They were helping us out with wardrobe and lighting and stuff like that. Yeah, it was just like a really fun day, just taking photos, like, going to random places in downtown Cleveland. Now, did, did Nathan have a vision besides the cool lighting, or did he, I mean, I know he wanted some, but did he, did, what was your goal for, for that photo shoot, to capture um, the duo, or? Yeah, mo basically to just capture them. I knew that they were, like, an Indian electronic band. I, I think their style has kind of evolved. In my mind, I'm, like, neutrals earth tones like how can we make this like as indie as possible <laughs> but but also like I think they wanted like something a little um brighter like I know Nathan was saying that he wanted colored gel lights um to like make really cool effects and I'm like yes let's do that that didn't end up happening <laughs> but we still got some really cool shots that I'm pretty proud of what but... would you describe your style as light and airy <laughs> you do like For... a, you like a lot of neutral tones I I do and I like I like a brightness. You do. You use a certain filter on your inst in your Instagram. I, there's a, there's an I aesthetic, do. and I love it. There is. <laughs> I really like the YouTubers uh, from Mango Street. I, I love their style. I aspire to be like them, like but in my own way, you know. But also like with Peter McKinnon, another YouTuber, his 
photography is nothing like mine. But he has such really cool points and tutorials and, um, and like, his style is very uh, contrasty. It's more cinematic. Hmm. Whereas with my style, I'm, like... Very natural. Very natural in the moment. I don't... I do minimal editing. I think light and air is a good way to describe your work. Yeah. I think that's very... Yeah. I like that. So after Toledo and the Art Museum, you find your way to the happiest, most magical place on Earth. My favorite place, Disney World. (laughs) I'm sorry, I love Disney. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't? (laughs) First of all, how is it working at Disney? It's actually pretty great. (laughs) What did you do at Disney? I am a merchandise cast member on Main Street USA. Yes. (laughs) The crowd goes wild. Disney, yes, Mickey Mouse, yeah. What was it like? You know, okay, now you're 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 back in Florida. From the beginning, you're at Full Sail in Florida. Different yes. part, different part. Yeah. So I was I was at Full Sail. Oh my God, I'm gonna age myself. <laughs> in 2010, I graduated in 2012. You're still young. It's fine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and yes, I moved back to Florida last year. Yeah, it was last year in March. This was right after I was let go from the museum because I was contracted. I already had a friend who was working for Disney. Uh, I went to college with her in Florida, and she just never left Florida. So I moved in with her, and then I've been employed with Disney ever since. (laughs) How has Disney impacted your photography? Disney films, Disney movies. They convey emotion. All, all the colors, the cinematography, no matter if it's live action or 2D animation. That's basically what I want to convey with my photography. When you walk into a Disney theme park, you are immediately transported into another era, into another place. another. They immerse you. You are immersed. You are immersed. And that's also great for photography. It kind of goes back to your idea of creating capturing someone in their own environment exactly i wouldn't necessarily take that many photos of the cast members themselves even though that's totally okay like sometimes i would do that um just like capturing a moment within like there's a really like great time photo that you have of, of a cast member holding balloons oh yeah i was actually just thinking about that one it was it was like right when you enter main street at magic kingdom and there was one of the outdoor vendors. He was, like, dressed in all-white, old-timey baseball uniform, and he was selling balloons. Like, he was holding, like, a ton of balloons, and he Of course, was, Mickey-shaped. Of course. Of course. Um, and they were all different colors, and I'm like, you know what? The castle's in the background. Like, let me just take a quick snap, and... It's, it's one of my favorite photos that I took at I Disney. I love it. Well, also, like, as I continued to work there, um, I made friends who were also interested in the creative field. I don't know how I convinced her, but one of my friends said yes to a photo shoot as, as her being the subject. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> got one. <laughs> I got one. I caught one. <laughs> so we went to Epcot, and it was, and we went to all the different countries. I love um, Epcot. Yes, they're 
the the way that they have designed all the different pavilions at Epcot, it's it's stunning. I love how Disney does this too, where they have walls that you can get pictures in front of. Like, oh they, my goodness! But I love how they give the opportunity though for people to. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, but like, gotta gotta remember the magic. The magic, come on! Dreams were made there. Dreams come true. But yeah, no, we did that photo shoot, and it was so much fun. A lot of those photos are up on my Instagram. You wouldn't know that I was at Epcot unless you either work at Disney or you're like an avid Disney goer. So. So you're in Florida, and we need to get to this K-pop. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. I, it's kind of a weird story how I got into that. <laughs> so I, I was, oh, I, scroll, got into I, was that. I was scrolling through Instagram like one does and I came up across a girl who I had been following for a while and then I knew she lived in Florida. So when I moved to Florida, I DM'd her and I'm like, hey, would you want to meet up to like do a collaboration? She's like, yeah, let's do it. And then she's like, all right, we're going to uh, go ahead and meet me at this place at this time. And I'm like, okay. So I go. And it's a meeting for a short film. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, hey, <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. And I had never met her. This was my first time meeting her. <laughs> and it was, it was this meeting with, like, three other guys and her. And I just kind of walk in, and I'm like, hello? <laughs> it turned out to be, like, a really cool experience, because, like, weeks after that, I was I was on set at this photo shoot. Or, n- not, not a photo shoot, it was a film. It was a film shoot. And they had asked me to be one of behind-the-scenes photographers. And this was, like all independently made. A film students from the local college at UCF, which is University of Central Florida. So yeah, and I just met like a lot of really cool people. And there was um, another girl on set who was helping out with audio and the grip and stuff like that. And we just all became really good friends. But yeah, one of the girls I was working with, she approached me and she's like, hey, can you do behind the scenes photography for this K-pop music video I want to shoot that that she was directing? I'm like hell yeah, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> so yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was it was her and then two other guys from the previous short film shoots that we did, and they were helping out with audio and camera work. The K-pop group, I'm going to shout them out. It's OK Creators. Oh my god, it was so much fun. All of, all of these photos are on Instagram, by the way. And it was a really cool experience because we had gone to these different locations around the Orlando area. So we did, we went to a park with a fountain, and then we went to an arcade. We went to a roller rink. Yeah. Really kind of retro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we went to um, a boba, boba tea place. And it was it was a two or three days of filming in total. Yeah, I took as many photos as I could, and then they loved them. So <laughs> that is an awesome experience to yeah. have. I think I remember seeing the photos and them dancing. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, I like those dance moves. It's pretty cool. There is a relevance to Disney because someone went back to school. 
Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> We're go, coming, going full circle. full circle. It's coming back because a cool thing about Disney, explain this. What do you, what do you call Disney it? Disney Aspire. Disney Aspire. Yes. I feel like Tinkerbell needs to be on top of that logo to like wave I mean, the little wand. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah. So Disney Aspire. Disney Aspire. Talk about this. Disney Aspire is a program that allows part time and full time cast members to go back to school tuition free, or not tuition free, but full tuition paid. So, when I first heard about this, I'm like. That sounds pretty cool, but I don't know if I want to do it. And <laughs> What's school? But but then I'm like, you know what? I should really get another marketable career or marketable skills under my belt. So <clears throat> I went to one of their Aspire Expos, which was at the Wide World of Sports. They had it in one of those like big stadium type things where a whole bunch of different universities came. It was kind of like a job fair, but for universities. So I went to around to a whole bunch of different ones and then just like gathering information. And then they had this area where you could talk to someone on a computer that could help you uh, decide what the best move should be. And like to me, I was like, wait, I'm going to talk to someone on a computer. (laughs) (laughs) Now it seems like that's easy. We can do it every day now. (laughs) Exactly. So it was, it was basically a Skype call. Like people were on call waiting, like to talk to prospective students. So that's, I did that and I signed up for a um, digital marketing certificate program. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I was kind of sitting on it for a while. I'm like, should I, shouldn't I? My roommate's like, Bailey, you need to do it. It's it's free. You have to do it. Yeah, and, and you, would you say that was a good experience? Good. I mean, oh, yeah. good. Yeah, and you took cool classes. Some of them yeah. were cool. Yeah, I I did like an intro to a marketing marketing class, and then I did like intro to like Adobe InDesign and um, uh, photog- uh, Photoshop. But yeah, I actually just finished up my program like at the end of June. Congrats! Thank you. Thank you. So I finished that. You're just putting more tools in your tool belt. Exactly. So they always say that in dance, you know. Mm-hmm. You have more tools in your tool belt. And I think mm-hmm. there are some people who just want things to happen to them, but you make them happen. Yeah. And you have a lot of cool people that you've met along the way mm-hmm. that you can always reach out to. Definitely. What are your next steps? Or, because I know right now coronavirus disney was shut down which is so sad yeah yep and i you came am, back home to, I, to I town i am back in ohio currently yeah i'm just trying to put some feelers out there for your wise just uh, trying to apply to different jobs but also trying to find inspiration to work on like personal side projects do you have anything to share or ask or is there anything else you want to talk about oh i would actually like to really get into cosplay <laughs> photography oh cosplay photography or or like historical photography that's interesting yeah so for any of my fellow otakus out there <laughs> <laughs> i love it keep um, going I, i'm so I, curious yeah so i follow a lot of cosplayers this has been like my new fascination and they dress up as characters from anime and mangas, which are Japanese animations and comics. And 
a lot of them are like really good look exactly like the character and then they get into the environment that the character would normally be in and it's just so cool and so immersive for lack of a better term but I I think that would be really cool or like someone wearing historical dress put them in like a Victorian era house or um I don't know, something along those lines. I think that would be really cool. That is really cool. I, I didn't I, I didn't think about, yeah, like, historical mm. or even cosplay. Like, there's so many people who go to conventions. Disney, not Disney, like, anime, uh, Marvel. Yeah, exactly. All those kind of things that... Yeah, like, even uh, Marvel and DC. A lot of people do that stuff. People dress up like that, too. I've seen a lot of costumes in my day at conventions. <laughs> and, and like, those stories lend themselves to, in certain environments, in certain atmospheres that you can kind of cre- recreate, too. And mm-hmm. Well, I think we covered a lot. We have some Disney, some K-pop, some photography, some Toledo references here. That's a wrap, I think, for this episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, Bailey. I It's a blast. I hope you guys all enjoy this little inside into Bailey Manahan. Check out her photographs on her Instagram. What is your Instagram? My Instagram is underscore B-A-Y dot M-A-N. Perfect. Love it. Bayman. Like Baymax from Big Hero 6? <laughs> is that it? Yeah. ba la 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 <laughs> So check out Bailey on her Instagram and check, I think your website is in your uh, bio link. Yes. Perfect. So yeah, check her stuff out. I will put her stuff on Artifact's website and I hope to see you guys next time for the next artist on my next episode. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you guys soon. Bye! Bye.